It's Saturday, July 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks racked up more gains Friday as Wall Street closed out its best month since November 2020, a welcome breather for investors after a punishing year for the market. The S&P 500 rose 57 points to 4,130. The Dow gained 315 points to close at 32,845, while the Nasdaq Composite finished at 12,390, a gain of 228 points. A rebound in technology stocks, big retailers, and other companies that rely on direct consumer spending helped power the S&P 500 index's broad gains this month. The index is still down 13.3% for the year. The latest rally came as investors weighed a mix of company earnings reports and new data showing inflation jumped by the most in four decades last month. Stock gains in recent weeks have been fueled by better-than-expected corporate earnings reports and falling bond yields, which have pulled back after soaring much of this year on expectations of higher interest rates. In other news, the House passed a bill to ban the sale of assault-style weapons, a show of how Democrats have coalesced around wanting to ban such weapons in response to mass shootings. The bill passed with a vote of 217 to 213, but the bill isn't likely to move forward in the 50-50 Senate, as it would almost certainly fail to get the 60 votes required to overcome the filibuster. Friday's vote was the first time an assault weapons ban had come to the floor since 2013. It would ban assault-style weapons, which the bill defines as semi-automatic rifles that have a fixed magazine with the capacity to accept more than 10 rounds. The ban also extends to semi-automatic rifles that can accept a detachable magazine and have a pistol grip, detachable stock, a grenade launcher, or a threaded barrel. Around the world, an explosion at a detention camp in Russian-held territory in eastern Ukraine killed numerous Ukrainian prisoners of war, according to Ukrainian and Russian authorities, who blamed each other for the attack. Ukraine's general staff accused Russia of striking the facility in Olenivka, a town in the Donetsk region controlled by Russian forces, and killing Ukrainian prisoners it had taken to, quote, hide the torture of prisoners and executions committed there, end quote. The general staff said that Ukraine's armed forces had not launched any rocket or artillery strikes there, and that they use high-precision Western weapons such as HIMARS only against Russian military targets. Ukrainian military intelligence later Friday accused Russian mercenary company Wagner Group of striking the facility. According to Western officials, Wagner is financed by Mr. Pregozin, a wealthy businessman close to the Kremlin, and its soldiers are involved in Russia's offensive in Ukraine. Back in the U.S., regulators said Friday they are no longer considering authorizing a second COVID-19 booster shot for all adults under 50 this summer, focusing instead on revamped vaccines for the fall that will target the newest viral subvariants. Pfizer and Moderna expect to have updated versions of their shots available as early as September, the FDA said in a statement. That would set the stage for a fall booster campaign to strengthen protection against the latest versions of Omicron. The announcement means the U.S. won't pursue a summer round of boosters using the current vaccines for adults under 50, as some Biden administration officials and outside experts previously suggested. They had argued that another round of shots now could help head off rising cases and hospitalizations caused by the highly transmissible Omicron strains. 
Currently, all Americans age 5 and over are eligible for a booster shot five months after their initial primary series. And pieces of a Chinese rocket are expected to plunge to Earth today, the third time in nearly as many years that parts of one of the country's rockets returned from space in an uncontrolled manner. Exactly where and when the debris might fall are uncertain, but according to Marlon Sorge, Executive Director of the Center for Orbital and Reentry Debris Studies at Aerospace Corporation, a person in the debris path would be about 80,000 times more likely to be hit by lightning than by the debris. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.